0: So my friends, in the Advent season, we are met with the figure of St. John the Baptist, who is meant to be a kind of guide for us. John gets a lot of airtime, if you will, in our readings. He gets two major feast days, all to himself, his birth and his death. He gets two weeks of Advent. He gets to share the Feast of the Baptism of our Lord, as he's the one that baptizes Jesus. And then we usually get at least one or two other weeks in the lectionary readings and so john gets a lot of attention but particularly in the advent season john is if you will our guide for advent because john is the forerunner of christ and so we read how john the baptist saint john the baptist prepares the way of the lord that he's the one who's preparing for the coming of Christ through preaching, through preaching a message primarily of repentance, that John reminds us that we need to turn away. If we're gonna accept the Savior, if we're gonna accept the Messiah into our lives, that we need to turn away from sin. We need to turn away from those things that distract us. We need to open up, if you will, a space in our hearts so that there's room to welcome Christ. And so John is calling us, he's preaching for us to, to find this way. And we hear that he is doing this specifically in the desert, right? John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance. The desert where it's pretty empty, it's barren, there's not a lot going on in the desert, right? There's a lot of space in the desert. I've Honestly, I've never really been to a desert. I'm a city boy. But whatever, I'm assuming that in the desert there's a lot of space, right? It's a big empty nothing. And it's in the desert that John is proclaiming this so that we can make that space for Jesus. That there's room, there's room to welcome him. We we're going to welcome Christ into our hearts. We're going to welcome him into our lives. We're going to Welcome and celebrate the great Christmas liturgy. And so is there room, right? This is kind of like the advance foreshadowing Christmas Eve. There's going to be no room in the inn. So maybe now we want to start moving those those guests in the inn of our heart along, right? Maybe now the things that are distracting us, like, hey, you've overstayed your welcome by a couple weeks or a couple years. Like, Jesus is coming. We need to make room for him, so... Start packing your bags, Netflix, right? Start packing your bags, crazy, hectic social schedule. All those things because we got to make room for Jesus. And that's what John does. He points out the way. He calls us to get ready. We have to welcome God. So get ready to welcome him. John in this is a good friend, right? John is a good spiritual guide. He's a good friend. And that we need this friend in our life in St. John the Baptist, but in a, in a material way, in a kind of here and now way, not only being friends actually with St. John the Baptist, but we should always seek to build up friendships that are centered around getting ready for Jesus. Friendships in our own lives, in our families, that are centered around preparing For Jesus, helping each other to grow in holiness. One of the best things we could have in a friend is this person makes me holier. They make me more of a friend of Jesus. And they can help me in that way. And so we should try, among our family members and among our friends, to build each other up in holiness. And it'd be a very good thing if our parish community if we try to be that role for each other, to actually form good community. Archbishop Coyne talked about it last week, right? That we really have to try to know the people around us. We have to try to have a sense of belonging before believing, the archbishop said, right? To belong, to have these friendships in our community so that that can lead to a deeper encounter with Christ. And so we want to both have friends for ourselves that help us grow in holiness, and we wanna be that friend to other people. We should want to help our friends and our family to grow in holiness. I wanna be a friend that hopefully, after someone spends time with me, they wanna be more like Jesus, right? I wanna be that type of a friend. And I have those types of friends in my life. I'm very blessed to have some friends in my life that help me to grow in holiness. And one of the ways that they do it, I, I think I shared this a couple of weeks ago because it's on my mind, right? Sometimes they do it through gentle corrections. I was acting very childish about something I didn't like a couple of weeks ago. And I had a friend that said, okay, Father Casey, if you're will- the- Father Casey, if you're willing to grow up, like maybe we need to be adults now. And I had to just stop throwing my temper tantrum. And thank goodness, what a good friend to be able to tell me that I was acting like a little child, right? What a good friend to be able to call me to personal repentance. John's message of repentance is not this fire and brimstone, you're all so terrible. John's message is that same type of thing. Hey, maybe you're a little too focused on this. Maybe there's not room in each of our hearts to grow in Jesus. John's a good friend. And a good friend points out to us, those things, those areas where we need to change. In a, good, in a loving way, not in a way that's nitpicking, but a good friend can point out to us those things with a real freedom because it's a relationship rooted in love. And let me tell you, when we have a friend like that, it becomes a highway. We read in the um, first reading from the prophet Isaiah, in the desert, prepare a way for the, the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. I, um, I love driving on the highway, and I don't like driving in the city, right? Uh, when I lived at the cathedral, uh, right there on Farmington Avenue, back when everyone that worked for Aetna still worked at the Aetna building, like, it could take me as long to get from the cathedral parking lot, which is right across the street from Aetna, right near the highway entrance, could take me as long as it, to get from the parking lot of the cathedral down to the highway entrance, as it would take me on the highway to get from there to Waterbury to see my family, right? Driving in the city, it could just be so cramped and so crowded, and it can be very difficult to get from point A to B, but when you're on the highway, a highway that's moving, not a highway that's stopped. but when you're on an open highway, right, you can go. You can, re- you can go the speed limit, we're being recorded, right? But you can really fly and it's great um, to be able to move. And again, a good friend can help prepare that way for us so that our hearts aren't like trying to navigate crowded city streets, but our hearts can be a highway to God where it's next step, God, nothing in the way. And we can go quickly and directly to that encounter with Jesus Christ. That's what a good friend, a good guide can do for us. And so we should look for that. If our friendships are just staying kind of horizontal, just surface level, focused on this world, let's talk about the weather, let's talk about you know, a decent restaurant to go eat, let's talk about football. Uh, okay, those are good. Talking about Jesus is better, right? It can lead us in a deeper way. So let's find ways to do that. Let's each of us maybe try to find a way. And we could ask our friend, St. John the Baptist, to help us with that. St. John the Baptist, help us. Help me learn how to point out Jesus to my friends and to my family. How to do it in a way that's not judgmental, that's not nitpicking, that's not just you know overly preachy and not concerned with the person. No. Help me to do it in a way that's loving, that's friendly, that's compassionate, but always pointing out Jesus so that with that direction, all of us can be on the highway, going quickly and directly along the paths that lead directly to the heart of Almighty God.